0: Hey everyone, on this episode we talk to the king of pressure washing himself, Jason Guyman. He shares his story and some wisdom on the pressure washing, soft washing business. And without further ado, let's start the show. with another episode of Doltmeyer Radio. And today's guest, man, we've got someone special. Jason Gaiman, the king of pressure washing, is here. And we are excited to have you. Jason,
1: thanks for being on the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be able to be, come here and give some knowledge today. Oh, yeah, buddy. And that you have a lot of,
0: man. You have a wonderful presence and helping a lot of people online let's first just kind of set the foundation for today's show. Can you share a little bit about yourself and, you know, just how you got started in the pressure washing soft wash business?
1: Yeah. So I was sitting at the firehouse. I was a full-time fireman. And as we do as firemen, we're sitting back in our recliners and somebody has said, Hey, you should, I'm going to start a pressure washing business. And as firemen do, we're very encouraging to others. We're like, yeah, you're stupid. And so (laughs) that got me thinking about it. So I went researching it. And I decided, Oh, this is something that I can do. And this was in 2012. So this was before a lot of the YouTube stuff and a lot of Facebook groups and all the, the stuff that help out people now. And so from that, I started my pressure washing business and Yes, I might have been the $99 guy a couple times cuz I used a thing called Groupon if anybody oh, knows Oh,
0: Groupon going yeah.
1: way back in the day, right? Yes, Where they are. you charge 200, they get 100 and you get 100. So that's kind of how that went. And in 2014, I decided to do Christmas lights because I wanted to hire employees and keep my employees during the wintertime. So I did Christmas lights. And then in 2017, I did hit the million dollar mark. And so we sold the business in 2018 and it's still running and going as to this day, buying other businesses. So it's been a pretty cool journey along the way. Yeah.
0: And a lot of raving fans along the way too. You're right now about 40 some thousand subscribers and just looking online on the website, which by the way, if anyone take a look at kingofpressurewash.com and there is over a hundred testimonials inside there, Jason.
1: Yeah. And so that's what I did after I had stopped or after I sold the business is is I love to help people. And so I love helping people start and grow pressure washing and Christmas light businesses. I love helping take the garbage man off the back of a garbage truck. And he did two years later, did $400,000, 200,000 in pressure washing, 200,000 in Christmas lights. And so I know how a little bit of information and a little bit of help and a little bit of coaching and mentoring how we can help people or how i can help people to get to the next level and that's my goal is to help just normal people be able to do extraordinary things you've had boots on the ground, like you
0: said, for many, many years. And maybe you can give some insight into the industry in general, right? Over the last couple of years, we've, we've gone through a pandemic. I'm sure there was a lot of people that were doing a lot of home renovation to their housing. So can you just give a little insight of where you think the industry, like pressure washing, soft washing, where you think that is headed in the next three to five years?
1: I see so many people, and they start complaining, and they're like, oh, you're just ruining the industry. You're just doing whatever. And it's always had competition. I mean, this is – they hated competition back then. And so – I have a guy that started in 2021 or right around the pandemic. And he messaged me and he's like, Jason, and he's in Florida. So that's the land of the pressure washers. I think that's king of pressure washing land. And so with that, he was like, Jason, you just can't make no money. There's too many, there's too many $99 guys. And I always say, you know, just follow the process, be consistent, be relentless and be prolific and don't worry about your competition. And so now he sends me pictures all the time of average, average days of $2,000 days, right? If we worry about what other people are doing, we're gonna hurt ourselves. And so where I think it's gonna go, is there gonna be changes coming up? Absolutely. You know, Right now, Google's screwing with a lot of people as we speak as of right now. And we have to change as the time comes. Marketing is going to change as the days go forward, right? If you don't like doing video, you're probably gonna have a harder time to get stuff done. right? Or if you don't like one thing or do this or do that, or I'm too old, or I'm too young, I'm too whatever, you come up with these excuses, you're going to have a rough time changing as the industry changes. I can look back and I remember the change of going from a 12 volt to a 12 volt system to a booster pump. You know, the big rave was the booster pump and everybody was getting the booster pump and now everybody's getting the air pumps and mm. now everybody's getting the gas roof pumps. And I love it. And I know you guys are selling equipment, but at the end of the day, guys, it's not about the equipment. You know, I love equipment and that's what got me in here. I'm actually a mechanic by trade. I was worked on heavy equipment and I know equipment in and out, but at the end of the day, that's not what grows our business. And I think a lot of people struggle with this. And so as I look at the next three to five years, what's going to change? I don't know if I look back at the last 10 years, 20 years, I mean, 20 years ago, I had a Nokia that I could throw up against the wall and it would bounce back, hit you on the head <laughs> and knock you out and wouldn't hurt the phone and that's all and i could play snake on that phone yeah so look what technology has done in the last 20 years and even the last 10 years or even the last five years how much it has come up in the last five years google went from having your website ranked by how it looked like on a computer to how it is on your mobile phone because we know that 70 to 80 percent of everybody is on our mobile phone so What's coming up in the future with Web 3.0 and some other things that you probably never heard of, or I might have said something you might not have heard of yet. Who knows what's going to happen? Web 3.30, we don't know what's going to happen with it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, so I'm an old school guy, right? Michael Jordan. It was. It's not the shoes, right? Like, it's not the shoes for us when you're talking about all the equipment, it's the individual, right? But there is really no barrier right there jason like to get me maybe i'm wrong here but like to operate a pressure washing business do you need any sort of certification soft wash do you need to have those registered with the state like there is no certifications
1: right no there is no i mean if you want to talk about a certification right that's you basically getting your llc through the state that's the only certification is you need right there is no there is no license or you're certified there is none of that stuff for the industry for pressure washing and, and even christmas lights and so with that you know this is something that it doesn't matter you can be old you can be young and a book that i love that i just i've read several times and i always push it is the magic of thinking big this book was written in the 1950s And it's still relevant as we speak today, because we can come up with excuses. I'm too old. I'm too old for those computer things. Or I'm too young and I can't talk in my, you know, I got a high squeaking voice. And you know what? You (laughs) can do it. We can make excuses. But at the end of the day, the thing that's going to make one person successful versus the other one is we're taking action. We're being consistent. We're being relentless. And we're being prolific about it.
0: So let's talk about that for a second because there are people, especially, you know, customers that we have that are in the soft washing and, and the pressure washing business. So what would you say, I mean, there's probably, it's more than just one attribute, right? But when you're looking at analyzing someone's business and they're coming up with these excuses, what's the first thing that you kind of troubleshoot with them in order to get them on the right track to see the
1: results that you've personally been able to see yourself? fear. Is probably the number one result. They're scared, right? Some people are scared to grow. They're scared to get off the truck. They're scared to quit their full-time job. And they're scared to take the hired next employee. Can I keep them busy? You know, and as I always say, fear is good and fear is bad. Fear of falling off of a roof. Yeah, that's a good fear to have. <laughs> fear of moving forward, fear of holding you back. That's not a
0: good fear to have. Sure. It's just like I would imagine many other businesses, there's really no shortcuts, right? But like a way to to stand on the shoulders of giants is to to identify a mentor and to identify someone who's doing what you're doing, but maybe at a different level and to just have that conversation, right? That's kind of what you're doing nowadays is you're that mentor, if you will.
1: I'm kind of that cheerleader is what I tell people. You know, I do coach people and I do mentorship, but At the end of the day, on my channel, it's all about cheerleading. You can do this. You know, there's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about the garbage man. Literally, he was a garbage man. Started his pressure washing business, did some Christmas lights, and did four hundred thousand dollars in year two. There's nothing special about that dude. The dude was a a garbage man literally for fifteen years. This wow. wasn't some special dude that was able to do this stuff. You know, I have a cook, a cook that literally was a cook for. 20 years. And when the pandemic hit, he had nothing, literally nothing. He was working 60, 70 hours a week, had nothing. And then guess what? Pandemic hit. He has absolutely nothing, no job, no anything. Starts a pressure washing business out of the back of his truck with a little old 2.3 pressure washer. You go buy a craftsman or whatnot and ended up that this year, he's going to do almost $250,000 by himself, (laughs) literally by himself. Is there any special dude about that? No, he'd been in prison for drugs. I mean, he was a drug dealer and actually a lot of my guys I do teach pressure washing have been drug dealers in the past are usually better at selling pressure washing. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but oh, well, they know how to sell there. They, they know, know how to sell, you know. Is. They do know how to sell. It's a lot harder to sell drugs and worried about getting caught than it is to work pressure washing, right? <laughs> so it is something that helps those people out to be able to sell.
0: Those are some amazing success stories. And I think especially now when you when you start looking at where the economy is and the contraction and and inflation going up and the labor shortage everywhere across the board, you know, they got supply chain problems everywhere and people are thinking, I don't want to work 60, 70 hours a week anymore, right? I mean, what else can I do? What else is out there? And this is something like we talked about earlier, right? There's no license. There's no certification involved. It's just the knowledge of how to pressure wash, what equipment you probably need, how to market yourself. And then, like you just said,
1: just getting out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just takes action, right? You just have to take action. And I hear a lot about the economy. And, you know, I was worried about the economy this year, even for Christmas lights. Christmas lights is a high ticket. You know, average tickets are fifteen to $2,500 per ticket. And it is a high average ticket. And I was a little worried about Christmas lights but I've got people making record sales already this year. So it's taken me back a little bit that people are willing to still spend money. Now we gotta find those right customers. Christmas lights is a lot harder than even pressure washing. Christmas light, our close rate is 10, 15%, right? So. You do get a lot of rejection, but you got to overcome that. And because when you do get a win, it's a very rewarding at the end of it. And so with even pressure washing, you know, when I look at people's numbers and they tell me that they got 60, 70% close rate, very first thing I say is you're too cheap. Right. We got to raise our prices. We want to be at the fifty percent range. We want to have fifty percent of the people to tell us no. And you can do this. It is possible. This will allow us to have higher tickets. A lot of people don't understand that by not doing the ninety-nine dollars, that's not where we make our money, right? Would you rather do 10 jobs at ninety-nine dollars a piece or do one job at a thousand dollars a piece? I'd much rather do it one job at a 1000 and I'm only there for four or five hours versus 10 jobs for $99.
0: In, in regards to getting someone set up here, Jason, let's just kind of walk through. Well, let's first identify for some of the viewers, right? Pressure washing versus soft washing.
1: You maybe share a little of the, the difference. So a lot of times it's an industry term, right? soft washing pressure washing i mean i can pressure wash with a downstream injector and use and do soft washing which is just using a chemical is basically what i'm talking about and a lot of times that even soft washing yes we can use a certain pump or something like that but yes we can use a pressure washer even the soft wash with it's just all about putting the chemical on the wall and allowing the chemical to do the pressure wash, or to do the cleaning we're not using high pressure in fact high pressure doesn't clean anything if we take high pressure and we hit that wall with high pressure we're going to d- first damage the wall and second All we're doing is knocking the top of the spore of that mold spore off. And that's not gonna kill that mold spore. So it's gonna come back within probably three to six months where that chemical is gonna go down and kill that mold spore. And then we're just gonna rinse it off with low pressure. Again, even if we're using a pressure washer, we're using J rods, we're using bigger tip orifices. That's how we lower the pressure on it. And so by doing this, it will allow us to, we clean the house even with a pressure washer a four thousand psi pressure washer will only be hitting the wall at about 80 to 100 psi pressure at the end of the day
0: as far as uh cost to get started with equipment what have you told some guys if you know they, they're wanting to get started just you know what what's the initial startup cost
1: that you've seen So what I always tell people is I see people go buy $20,000 rigs, $30,000, $50,000 rigs, and there's people out there willing to sell them to you if you're willing to do them. But that's not what's going to make you money. That's not what's going to go out there and make you money. I would much rather you go out there and buy a small pressure washer. I recommend four gallon a minute or higher, and with a downstream injector and a J-Rod and some pressure wash hose and some garden hose, and you literally can do everything except roofs we can clean houses we can clean concrete we can buy a little surface cleaner and we can clean concrete a lot faster and so Literally, you could get started even if you had to rent equipment, you could go rent you a pressure washer, buy you a downstream injector, and you could literally be in business for less than five hundred bucks and yes, it's not gonna be easy and yes, you're not gonna be the fastest, but you can get started. You know when people tell me that they bought the twenty thousand dollar rig and they're about to go out of business and here's the thing right now you can find all kind of rigs online because people are be like, oh, you can't make no money in pressure washing. Well, they spent $20,000 in on this rig. And my first question always is how much have you spent in marketing? And their answer usually is, Oh, $500 or zero. Yeah. Goose egg. Right. Right. Well, no wonder you failed. I would rather you spend $20,000 in marketing and $500 on equipment and see if you can get customers. Cause if you spend $20,000 in marketing, you're probably going to be close to $200,000 at the end of the year. Well, let's jump into that because that's kind of my, I'm in the
0: marketing side of things, right? So I I totally understand about is how you get in front of people, right? At the right timing too. But what have you found to be one of the most successful
1: campaigns in generating customers? <laughs> yard signs, baby. I love me some yard signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's a simple one, really. Yard cool. signs is a simple one. That's one that you can spend about three, four hundred bucks, get you 100 yard signs, and you're going to at least triple, probably quadruple your money right away from those yard signs. I've got a guy that, you know, the one I was talking about, the fireman, he still puts out yard signs. He's got his Google My Business and all those kinds of things and he did almost $100,000 off the yard signs. So yard signs do work, and it's a simple way. In the past, I would always say Google My Business or Google Maps, whatever they want to call it, but that has been a real pain in the neck for about the last six months. Like I knew a guy that had almost 800 um, reviews get suspended for almost three months, and that's money out of his pocket. And that's a lot of money out of his pocket. If you're going to use Facebook, Facebook is another good way to do it. It is a free way to do it, quote unquote. But if you only have 25 friends, that's you, your mom, your cousin, your sister, and whatever, it's probably not going to get you much business, right? It's something that we got to have a big friend base, or we got to get into the groups. And we're not just being like, hey, I'm a pressure washer, but we're actually building relationships in there and growing it in that way. And then, you know, Facebook ads on Christmas lights, I love Facebook ads, but on pressure washing, there's not many people that have had really good success on Facebook ads. And then how I grew my business to a million, which I like is Google ads. It is 10 to 15 bucks a click, but it usually generally on, on general, this is the general rule overall, is it takes three clicks to get a lead, We were at a 50% close rate. So that's kind of where I know my cost that way.
0: Yes. It's like the low hanging fruit, right? Everyone uh, it's the internet of knowledge, right? So if you got a question, you ask Google or, you know, you go to other search engines, but it's mostly Google. And if you're at the top and you've got a nice little ad set up there, people click on it. So it's still a good way of getting people who are interested,
1: right? And I know everybody's like, I never click on the ads. And then I also have classes and people are like, what are Google ads? And what are Google ads is when you put it in Google and you type in pressure washing and the first three, four results come up, that is a Google ad, and then you have maps underneath there. And then obviously SEO does come in search engine optimization, which is below the maps, but I'm not big fan of that anymore. You know, it can help us, but if you're not in maps or Google ads, it's taking you six or seven swipes on your phone, and people have ADD in the world and they're not swiping down that far. Yeah, no, they no one goes to the second page, maybe except for people
0: like me that just wants to see what's on the second page as a curiosity. But this is all great information, and I'm sure the listeners are very appreciative of you sharing some knowledge. Uh, speaking of knowledge, on your website, you've got a blog, you've got a podcast, YouTube, but there's a section there called resources, and if we take a look at it, Man, you've compiled pretty much everything that someone needs to to at least get a foundation for, right?
1: Yeah, I have a resource page, com slash resources. It is, I literally put all the tools that I would use, CRMs, different marketing techniques, I suck at writing. And so Jasper is something that I love. And I even put it on there, That's stuff that I use now. And I would use it in my pressure washing business if I owned it, if that was back then. But I have a ton of resources. I have books that I recommend, podcasts that I recommend. I have a little bit of everything on there of what could make you successful. Yeah, it's something that I, I probably took you quite
0: some time and to put together. So I encourage everyone to visit the website take a look at the resources. And I mean, there's you even got the Christmas lights lined up over here too. Yep. This is all fantastic here, Jason. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, what would be the best way of
1: doing that? go to kingofpressurewash.com on there you can find all my resources i do have a membership that's honestly the best way to get in touch of me i don't give my phone number out anymore yeah. cuz it's any people <laughs> that would never <laughs> let me sleep so
0: yeah yeah you
1: don't want to do that nowadays <laughs>
0: Well, we appreciate you jumping on the show today. I think it was a fantastic conversation. Um, I know you spoke at the huge convention. So is that something that you still, you know, planning on doing? For those who don't know, the the huge convention was a a soft wash, pressure wash convention that that was in in Nashville not too long ago. Uh, But you're you're one of the speakers at the convention. So is that something that you're going to continue doing more of, getting up in front of the audiences and sharing the story?
1: Yep. That is my goal. And that is kind of my next step is to be more of doing public speaking and talking and helping, encouraging people to grow their businesses.
0: Well, this is a busy time of year for you because you, like you said, it's got Christmas lights lining up and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are looking for some side hustles. And like we said that there's some lucrative side hustles in, in the pressure washing, soft wash business. So thanks again, Jason, for being on the show. And we'll circle back with you in the, in the new year and see how things are progressing. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I want to invite you to visit Jason's website, kingofpressurewash.com, and subscribe to his channel on YouTube, King of Pressure Washing. For equipment, you don't need to look too far. Doltmeyer carries everything you need from hoses to pumps and even the J-Rod nozzle holders that Jason mentioned in the show. Just follow the link on the show notes to learn more. I'll see you on the next episode.